Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, the incomparable Joe Moffat. Thank you, thank you. Coming to you live and fresh out of the shower. <laughs> um, first of all, I do apologize to everyone and one of every. Um, last week, we didn't get a show out. That was my bad. We were kind of a little tied up and busy, you know. Life, as usual, is continuously kicking me off in the crack of my ass, but I got to do what I can with what I got, so... I wanted to make sure to get this show out for you guys today, particularly after quite possibly one of the most boring as fucking Super Bowl games I've ever seen in my life. But through the miracle of modern entertainment, we always are going to have something to talk about when it comes to the Super Bowl. And of course, this Super Bowl did not skip a beat when it comes to causing fucking controversy. And we're gonna, well, I don't call it controversy. The crazy motherfuckers over at Fox News, they call it controversy. And so, we're gonna discuss a lot of that crazy controversy today. First of all, shout outs. Denver, Colorado, Enid, Oklahoma, as always. Appreciate the love, you guys. I appreciate the love down in Houston, Texas. I'm still getting love up in Detroit, Michigan. Don't think I don't see you, I know what's up. How y'all doing up there? Appreciate the love. Um, shout out to everybody and, and to those that are dealing with the water crisis in Flint, Michigan. Um, I'm really hoping that somebody decides to make a goddamn decision as to how y'all going to help these people clean up this immense, immensely sized fuck up that has been committed. Because from what I've heard, you niggas ain't committed shit. So we here at the Joe Moffat Show will continue to tattoo that ass every chance we get until you motherfuckers make amends and do right okay now on with the show so i'm watching the super bowl and a few months ago when they announced the performances for the super bowl my first thought was what the fuck is going on here okay how you gonna go from Katy perry who did a magnificent job last year, by the way, um, coming in with the with the uh, what looked like the MGM Grand Tiger and you know all of that big shit, and then she brought Missy out with her, which Missy damn near stole the show from her, and you know, but it was still a good show. Year before, Bruno Mars killed it all on his own, you know, and that young man is able to do it. Beyonce, same thing. That was a few years further back than that. Okay, so. When the powers that be at Pepsi and at the NFL sat down and decided to pick the act for the Super Bowl, I want to know who the hell the guy was who said, let's pick Coldplay. Because, first of all, Coldplay don't have enough American following to sit here and put them on the Super Bowl. Not to mention... If you're going to put somebody on a Super Bowl halftime show, can you at least make sure football fans actually like this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a little confused when they had Prince there a few years ago, but then after you realize it, it's Prince. You know? Football fan, fairy, who gives a shit? It's Prince. When Prince show up, everybody gets a little gay because he's Prince. When Coldplay show up, there's going to be some niggas in the back of the room asking who the fuck is the white boy. Okay? And even though it was his Super Bowl show, I'm sure it was some niggas asking that very same question 
last Sunday. <laughs> and so, but when they knew and they announced that Coldplay was going to be the lead act, Twitter went nuts. And motherfuckers all over Twitter blasted their ass for that bullshit halftime show. And then a few weeks ago, they had to fix it. They had to make things right. They had to make sure that motherfuckers didn't turn the channel and go watch Pornhub's live sex show on the internet instead of watching the goddamn Super Bowl halftime show, which Pornhub did do that, by the way. I didn't watch it because I was watching and waiting and anticipating the queen, Miss Beyonce, to come out and hit that goddamn stage. And when she hit that motherfucking stage... With the commemorative outfit for Michael Jackson from his Super Bowl performance, I, as well as others, lost their fucking minds. Because it was Beyonce at the Super Bowl. Again! You don't get many agains when it comes to the Super Bowl. Beyonce got her again. Bruno Mars got an again. That young man is half man, half amazing when he ain't on a coke binge. That motherfucker is wonderful. When he ain't high, he high ain't shit. Okay? Just put that out there for you. We got to keep Bruno away from the cocoa, because if he get on the cocoa, that's a no-no for his ass. He cannot handle it. Okay? Keep Bruno away from the cocoa. Now, <laughs> okay, and then... This is where the controversy arises, which I also want to ask the question before I mention the controversy. Who the fuck is this sheriff in Milwaukee County? Will somebody please quit letting Fox call this raggedy ass nigga every time somebody need a raggedy ass nigga opinion? They always go pull this bullshit ass nigga sheriff David Clark, you punk ass bitch. I'm challenging this motherfucker to a debate on my show. I triple dog dad you to come on here because I'm going to fillet your motherfucking ass. You heard it right here. I challenge Sheriff David. I'm a little dick bitch Clark to a debate right here on the Joe Moffat show. Be prepared. I'm going to disrespect your ass because of that shit you sat there and put out on Fox News the other day comparing what Beyonce did to if comparing that to if a band came out in Ku Klux Klan outfits. Are you out of your fucking mind, sir? If you lost your, I don't know where they find these niggas at, but I'm going to put each and every one of you sorry-ass niggas in check every time y'all come at me with that Billy Jack bullshit about a motherfucking comparing the fucking Ku Klux Klan to the Black Panthers. You's a stupid motherfucker. You know that? If your ass ain't never read a fucking history book, don't you dare go out there running your fucking mouth making comparisons, you ignorant black bastard. They always get that big goofy looking motherfucker who I don't even know who that other nigga that they have on their name is. Show his fucking relevance. But everybody got pissed off. You know, white people and bitch niggas got pissed off. Because her dancers were portraying the Black Panthers. Now, if you go back to the commercial that was talking about the Super Bowl performance, the commercial clearly said that that performance was to celebrate the 50th anniversary 
of the Super Bowl halftime, well, of the Super Bowl, and also to take a look back over history. Now, when you bring niggas in, and we're going to have to take a look back at our history, and we have to take a look back on our history on national TV, unfortunately, when you have more than one nigga, at least one of them niggas is going to bring up some vitality and a point in reference to our history that will make you think. Beyonce was the one who took, who, who, who basically took advantage of that situation by the portrayal that her dancers did and the portrayal that she was doing. Okay? I'm done. I hear me out. So she took advantage of that situation. Bruno was portraying MC Hammer. This nigga, a nigga with no historical relevance whatsoever, but yet he was still a huge part of American music, okay? Beyonce, of course, was portraying Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, one of the most politicized figures in American history, polarizing figure in American history of art and entertainment, okay? And she took that challenge, and of course she killed it. That's what she's supposed to do, that's Beyonce. That's what she does, okay? And by the way, for everyone that is saying how, I, I just wanted to throw this in because it was a new thing I just saw this morning. Everybody that's saying about how there's nothing but black players in the NBA's um, all-star game, and now everybody want to say NBA so black. Um, I asked this question of you today, my friends. Who is the owner of most of the NBA teams? Who are the general managers of most of the NBA teams, if they are white and they ain't picking nothing but niggas to play on their team, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at niggas. Be mad at them because they the ones ain't giving your white friends a chance in hell. Don't be sitting here talking about no damn NBA so black. Yes, NBA so black. It's supposed to be so black. You wanna know why? Because it's a sport for niggas. Basketball was formatted for black people. White people don't know how to damn near hardly play fucking basketball. What white person is good at basketball right now? Name one. J.J. Reddick? Is that the only one? If you're going to mention that one white person, well, what you expect? But comparing NBA shit to the Oscars that has more diversity, that has more opportunities for more races and more people to do more and to be seen, don't you dare compare that shit. Now, don't get me wrong. All of it is a popularity contest. And I told y'all this a couple of weeks ago about the Oscars. It's all a popularity contest. Don't take none of this shit seriously. Because when you do, all you doing is making a fool out of you. Don't take the shit seriously. I don't take the shit that people saying about the Super Bowl seriously. Because that, too, is another ploy to distract us away from the common goal. Just like Oscars so white. Okay, it's all a ploy to distract us from the common goal, which is equality and unity amongst the masses of the people, which that was the one thing that ain't nobody took the time to mention that happened from the Super Bowl. Because when you had Beyonce on one side, when you had Bruno Mars on the other side, when you had um, the gentleman from Coldplay. I don't know none of them niggas' names. I'm sorry. Shit. 
My bad. Goddamn. I, I, you know, I know B. Hell, I've seen Beyonce at her worst with Kelly at Texas A&M with nobody but her and Kelly and two niggas back there dancing and holding it together after your whole band and goddamn got destroyed. And she still made sure that the show must go on. B always made sure that the show went on. That's to me is what made her. That was what made her the greatest entertainer in my eyes years and years ago. When she was there with Kelly on that stage with two ragged ass niggas singing and dancing and performing while the whole world around her was being was crumbling. She just lost two members of her band. She didn't know that she was about to bring in two, then lose one of them. And then through all of the whole mass of, of craziness that happened surrounding Destiny's Child, she still went on to become one of the greatest entertainers and is one of the greatest entertainers of this, our modern age. So, you know, there, there's, a, there's a close relationship to Beyonce that I have that I just don't have with Coldplay, which I can't even honestly say I have one of their songs on my iTunes account. And I got a lot of motherfuckers on my Nigga George Strait is on my iTunes account. Coldplay ain't. Garth Brooks is on my iTunes account. Coldplay ain't. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I even got Maroon 5 and goddamn, uh, what's the other crazy-ass white boys? Um, shit, they used to do the damn WWE Raw show. Y'all know the fuck I'm talking about. The opposite of Coldplay. What was the niggas' names? I forgot. Anywho. So, but all of it, nonetheless, was a ploy to distract us from the common goal which is unity, because now I'm starting to notice that in the media, there, there is a split, and everybody keeps trying to make us get split. There's a huge split that they're trying to build down, right down the middle of America, and everybody having to all of a sudden choose sides, okay? And it's going liberal versus conservative, and you have all the conservatives. Every time somebody does something outside of the box, the conservatives always want to sit here and say, oh, well, that's naughty and wag their finger and give their bullshit opinion and then walk off. You don't never hear the motherfuckers ever actually do something about the situation. OK, but you always hear them running a trap like Rudy Giuliani. Oh, insignificant ass yesterday. They call him on Fox News to sit here and talk about Beyonce Fox News. If y'all really want somebody to listen to the shit y'all saying, can you actually call somebody on the motherfucker that has some sort of fucking relevance? What the fuck does Rudy Giuliani have any goddamn relevance to do with the Super Bowl? Not a goddamn thing. That nigga wasn't nowhere around when the Super Bowls was in New York in the first fucking place. Why is we even talking to this nigga, people? Seriously? We have the utmost respect for him. Fuck him. What has he done since he was the mayor of New York? Not a damn thing. Bally ran for president, knew that that nigga, that, that my boy Barack, my nigga Obama, was going to kick his ass, and therefore he went home with his tail tucked between his motherfucking legs. What is the point of talking to Rudy Giuliani? Fuck Rudy Giuliani. Okay, you want to impress me, Fox News, call Roger Goodell on there and have his ass finally answer to some of those goddamn concussion scandals that's been surrounding the NFL. Now, we ain't going to mention that shit, though. You know, we ain't going to mention that. We ain't going to mention how everybody and their mama worried sick about Johnny Manziel's dumb ass. You know, when honestly, 
that nigga need to just need to grow up and be a goddamn man. Take responsibility for your damn actions and walk off. If you quit being a little bitch, Johnny Manziel, maybe just maybe we can build some respect for you and build some goddamn gratitude for the things that you could bring to the NFL. But until you stop doing that little bitch antics that you've been doing, you're going to keep getting disrespected, which is brings me to my next point, Cam Newton, because I saw something as a father and as a man, Cam Newton did, and I'm not going to be like Roland Martin and defend his ass. I'm not defending this nigga for this, okay? Will not, won't not, shall not, fuck you. I got better sense. I'm not standing behind your ass just because you black. That's bullshit. I saw somebody post that shit on Facebook, and it, it actually kind of hurt my heart because I'm kind of sitting here like, well, there's bags of black folks on the Broncos, but you going to cheer for one nigga because he the quarterback because he black? That's bullshit. Just cheer for the sport and cheer. You know, I, I this was the first time. Yeah, granted, I took sides because I did want to see Carolina win one. You know, I didn't really think Peyton could pull it off because we've seen Peyton in Super Bowls pass and he didn't took his ass whoopings a few times. We didn't seen Peyton some years not get past the AFC fucking championship. So for me to sit here and pull for Peyton was kind of hard because of his record. But that's the reason why I didn't pull for Peyton. I thought Cam was on a bit of a roll, so he was going to be all right. The only thing about Cam was he got exploited. And when Cam got exploited, that showed him for who he was worth. And there was always something about Cam Newton that always sat kind of funny with me. And I never, I kind of forgot what it was because he had been doing great. Cam had been doing great things for his team. They were handing out balls to little kids. They were being all positive and shit. Cam was doing great things. And then you get to the Super Bowl and you lose. Okay. I understand. It's understandable. You lost. No big deal. Not only did you lose, but you lost. Well, first of all, you lost a big one. Okay. And I'm saying that to, to you're going to see my point when I get there in a second. He lost a big one. This was Super Bowl 50. This was the, the, the one of the biggest Super Bowls that have ever happened since the first one and since the 25th one because it's an anniversary bowl. Okay. Each year is an anniversary, but this is a big anniversary. Okay. You won't see another big Super Bowl until we hit 75 and 100, and which I'll be 60 and 85 years old. I, knowing the way I fuck up, I'm probably going to be here for them motherfuckers. No way. So, but Cam made it to the big one. They get in the game. He played his heart out. Both of them fucking teams played their heart out. Cam went above and beyond than I've seen him do over the weeks where he was actually kicking teams' asses, and it was easy? No. But what pissed me off about Cam Newton was after the Super Bowl, after you've given this huge, you've left it all out on the field. And then he going to the press conference and was in there pouting and pissing like a little bitch. I'm like, wait a minute, dog. Hold up. As a father, I'm saying this, and I'm pointing this directly at Cam Newton. Because he just became a father, and I think that this might be a chance for somebody like myself to be able to have this little nigga step back. Because, Cam, you was wrong. 
I'm not going to stand here and defend you because you're black, just like the rest of these puss-ass niggas. I ain't that way. I'm not going to sit here and support your ass just because of your color. You can kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck if you black, white, purple, or green. But what I will support is when your ass is right. And y'all all know, just a few weeks ago, I was standing on Cam's sideline 100% defending him. And I will continue to do that because I think he's a good kid. Which is also the reason why I'm not going to really jump too far on his ass right at this very moment. But I am going to say this. Cam, you call yourself a role model, my friend. And you are. You have hundreds of children looking up to you every day. You have them emulating you. You have them looking at you as a figure, a polarizing figure and a role model. To those not only that want to play sports, but in general, just those who want to be good people and to see that celebrities aren't all assholes. Okay. Now, I understand you was upset. I understand that that game was important. I understand that you got to pay $150,000 in taxes to the state of California, whether you won or fucking lost. I get you got shit on your mind, my nigga. It's 100%. I feel you. However, however, when you are at the Super Bowl and you are representing yourself, you are representing the fans of Carolina, you are the representative and the team captain. You are the representative of the NFL being the fucking MVP. Nowhere in your contract does it say that you're supposed to be able to get time to whine and act like a little bitch. You lost the game. I get that. I felt bad for you. I really did because I wanted to see California, uh, to see Carolina win. And it killed me when CBS's stupid ass put that damn camera right in Josh Norman's face while this young man is, is breaking down because they just lost the game. And it was a big game. This was Super Bowl fucking 50, man. This was the big this shit. They won't have another big one like this until Super Bowl 100. Well, a whole nother generation of motherfuckers will get to enjoy that because it ain't going to be me. Shit. But yet and still, the biggest one of this modern age, and you going to end it at the press conference because they was asking you a couple of hard questions. You want to pout and piss and moan and complain. I say to you now, you need to apologize to your fans. You need to apologize to your teammates. And you need to vow to come back next year harder, stronger, faster, tougher. Not tuck your damn tail between your legs and drag your faggoty ass home. And yeah, I said it and I'm not deleting it this time. I deleted a whole show behind one word. That's the reason why we didn't do last week's show. This week, I'm carrying relevance with it. Because he was acting like a little bitch and he ought to be ashamed of himself. And like I said before, I'm not going to defend no nigga just because you a nigga. Fuck you. Ain't no nigga defended me just because I was black. So what the fuck make you think I'm going to start doing that shit for y'all asses? I think not. And any nigga that know me know I know better than that. And that's real. And Cam know he wrong. I hope he know he wrong. 
because I want him to take a look back at what he did at the end of that game. And then I want him to take that image of him and put that on his son and tell me how he feel. You dig? I get you lost, but that does not give you the right to be disrespectful, to be a little bitch, and to be rude. Because what kills me is that Peyton defended him. And everybody said, somebody was trying to say that he was mad at Peyton. I saw the interaction between Peyton and Cam, and everything was good. Cam has the utmost respect for Peyton Manning. You don't walk, I mean, why are you going to tug on God's coattails? He ain't going to piss off Peyton Manning. He know better than that. So when Peyton sat there and said Cam was showing the utmost respect, I believe him. Because it's Peyton fucking Manning. And I know Cam has that kind of character. But when he went into that interview room, that shit that he pulled in there was uncalled for. I don't give a damn what they was asking you. You could have pulled... That nigga, I'd have been more... I'd have been less mad at Cam if that nigga would have pulled a Marshawn Lynch and sat at that fucking interview and said, I'm only here because I don't get... So I won't get fined instead of pulling that walking out shit and being a little bitch. I got more respect for Marshawn Lynch for the shit that he did by not saying shit than Cam walking off and being a little bitch. So, bro, you're going to have to stand up for that one, man. You're going to have to say, my bad. I had a weak moment, a poor, set, a, a poor few seconds of judgment. Y'all, please forgive me. Let's move on and keep pushing and keep grinding. If Cam can do that, I'll give him his respect back. He ain't really lost much money. I'm just a little disappointed in him. Because we all know that he is half man, half amazing. That motherfucker is Superman. When Superman got hit upside the ass with that kryptonite, which was the Denver Broncos, well, shit happens, bro. It's, that's the way it go down. You know? But don't be a little bitch. Don't be sitting there being all mad and pissing and moaning and crying and upset. Shit, get your ass back in the gym. Work it out. Which, by the way, and anybody watched that, and the reason why I call it a bullshit game, them referees was full of shit. When that boy caught that damn ball in the very first quarter, I knew how that shit was going to go. If you watch the game, you'll watch football, and you know anything about football, you know good and hell well. If you go to the ground with two hands, with one hand on the ball, and when you hit the ground, and you roll on top of the ball, and you have the ball against your chest, and your elbow hit the ground, you are down at that spot. No ifs, no ands. No buts. But what did they do? They called his ass. They called it an incomplete pass. I knew right then that the game was going to be tough and they wanted Peyton to win it. Okay? You know, goddamn. I keep telling y'all to smarten up. Just like this shit at the Super Bowl. That shit was a distraction. That was to take us away from the actual goal and the shit we need to be focusing on, which is these puss-ass cops and making this more uh, equal and, and, and having equality across the board in these uh, United States of America. But instead of them pointing on that, they chose not to point on that. They chose to point on the fact and put another distraction, just like Oscar's so white in front of us. Now we got the distraction of Beyonce's Super Bowl performance, and it's just a distraction. Don't fall for the bullshit, people. Stay on the focus. Stay on the calls. That was a, a, a musical performance. Let it be just that. Don't let them bring more relevance to bullshit than they deserve. Because it's, it's not relevant. 
it's bullshit. What's relevant is these crazy motherfuckers that's trying to run the United States of America. But it ain't enough time in hell to crack on all of that foolishness. Which, by the way, and as I see on every show, Donald Trump is the devil. I hope he burns in hell. Don't y'all go and vote for that crazy-ass motherfucking man. Finally, in my last two cents for this episode, one thing I I thought I'd mention, and I want to go back to it again, is the distractions. There's been a lot of distractions. Because now the new one is going to be the NBA so black. It's coming. It ain't started... It ain't, it ain't got together yet, but it's coming. It ain't going to carry much relevance as a Super Bowl and Oscar's so white because the NBA is so black because the NBA owners don't pick number black players. We got, what, two black owners in the NBA? Be it you pissed off because I ain't nothing but niggas in the All-Star game? How many years have been nothing but niggas in the All-Star game? What the fuck you bringing it up for now? And who votes for the All-Star pick? The people. Who becomes the most polarized figures in NBA? Black players. Why? Because they get all the focus from where the teams. Why? Because of what they do on their parts in their stats. But even if they suck, if they wanted to give a nigga exposure, they would. Case in point, Chris Humphreys, Kim Kardashian. My point is made. It's all a distraction, folks. Don't let the bullshit take your better judgment. Because when the bullshit take your better judgment, you're fucked. Okay? And then we're all fucked. And honestly, uh, my ass is a little too tender for that. So I'm just going to keep the bullshit at bay. All right? And on that note, I got to go make my ass some money. So I do appreciate the love. Sorry we couldn't listen a little bit short today. But, of course, next week we're going full on out. I might even do an hour-long show next week because I'm sure something's going to happen between 9 and 10 to piss me off. And we're going to have to fucking discuss it. So hope everybody have a good week like i said before sorry that we didn't get a show out last week but of course we are back on point my niggas so don't even sweat it we on it's good all right i'm still alive and kicking bad motherfucker all day so thank you again for listening to the show this is the joe moffat show i'm signing out as joe moffat the nigga that runs the goddamn show (laughs) and you guys have a good evening good weekend happy valentine's day to everybody by the way if you don't have a valentine's happy reason to masturbate day um if you don't have a valentine please don't feel bad to do something nice for yourself and the great thing to do for yourself is masturbation it's great it's wonderful you know brings out your highlights in your skin and in your eyes you'll feel wonderful and you'll feel blessed after you're done if you do it right (laughs) so on that note thank you again appreciate all the love see you guys on next week y'all have a good weekend